Good evening and welcome to Late Night Study Sessions. I'm your study partner, Alex, and it is October 17th. Uh, We got a lot of cool stuff tonight, so uh, let's just dive right in. Super excited. Alright, for our joke of the day, why is it a bad idea to let a symphony composer be the referee at one at a game you're playing? Because they'll write up their own score. Thank you, thank you. Think about that one myself, I'm actually pretty proud of it. But yeah. So I'm reading the Federalist power, Federalist powers. What am I saying? The Federalist Papers. Um, and for those of you who haven't seen the musical Hamilton, or you just didn't take government in high school, I don't even know if you can like not take government in high school. But the Federalist Papers was a commentary written by Alexander Hamilton, James Madison, and John Jay. Um, in support of the Constitution, because at that time, not a lot of people were very sure whether they were in favor of the Constitution or against it or something like that. And something I've totally uh, begun to realize is that Alexander Hamilton in particular was way too smart to be writing these things. And by that, I mean, like, that guy is so hard to read. I mean, his vocabulary is great. But, uh, but like, it's, it's a little too good and it's just so hard to follow him, especially when his paper, his letters are super long. Um, well, I guess not like insanely long, but when you've got to read seven or eight of them in a day, they, they can seem kind of long. Um, and James Madison is a little easier. The one guy I really did enjoy reading was John Jay. Unfortunately, John Jay actually got sick, and he only wrote about five of the Federalist Papers. And so, yeah, it's a serious pain to have to read. And I'm sorry for all of you out there who are reading this with me, because I don't like it at all. So... Here's an example of Alexander Hamilton's writing. This is one sentence. The interfering and unneighborly regulations of some states contrary to the true spirit of the Union have in different instances given just cause of umbrage and complaint to others, and it is to be feared that examples of this nature, if not restrained by a national control, should be multiplied and extended till they became not less serious sources of animosity and discord than injurious impediments to the intercourse between the different parts of the Confederacy." Get all that? That was one sentence in these Federalist Papers. I mean, come on, Alexander Hamilton. I'm not denying your role in founding the country or your intelligence or anything, but come on, man. That, that's crazy. So some of you might be wondering 
about when I said yesterday that at my birthday party uh, um, on Saturday we played Quidditch. Um, especially those of you who've actually read the Harry Potter series. Uh, that might seem a little weird. Like, did we... Was it a video game? Or did we find some weird board game to play? Or, um, unfortunately, no. But we actually uh, had something a lot better. So, what it is, is it's actually got a name specifically. It's called Muggle Quidditch. And the way it works is it first you have to you have to actually make the equipment so what you do is you make three uh essentially the this um i don't know the proper name for it but the like scoring uh rings baskets whatever they are and you uh make those and you so you make one real tall one medium height and one that's real short and you make each of and you make one for each side and then you take a whole bunch of pvc pipe and you cut it about three feet long and you put a knob at the end at one end and so those will serve as your broomsticks and then you you and then you need three balls um or four actually Three of them are going to be kickballs, and those are going to be the bludgers. And one is going to be the quaffle. Uh, the fourth ball is going to be the quaffle. And the quaffle needs to be pretty deflated so that you can grip it with one hand. And so the way it works is um, you've got a couple different positions. You've got the keeper, who stays by the scoring rings whatever they are and tries to block the quaffle from going through the hoops if the quaffle goes through the hoops it's worth 10 points and uh the chasers hold on to the quaffle they're the only players who are allowed to touch the quaffles and there's two of them on each team and they uh aside from this the keeper the keeper is also allowed to touch the quaffle but anyways they try to get the ball into the hoops on the other side of the uh, the game of the field, the one that the other team is trying to defend with their keeper. Then there are beaters who, instead of like in the movies where they're trying to hit the uh, bludgers away, they're actually picking up the bludgers and they're throwing them at the at other people. And if the bludger hits anybody. They have to go back to their own, uh, their own scoring hoops and touch them before they can come back into the game. Also, at any time, if you have to hold the uh, quote-unquote broomstick PVC pipe in between your legs, if at any point it comes out, you've also got to go back to your hoops and touch the pole. Um, finally, there is, each team picks one seeker, and there's two beaters as well, but then each team picks one seeker to wait off to the side, and, uh, the snitch is just a tennis ball in a long sock, and somebody, uh, holds onto it, or sometimes they'll tuck the sock into the back of their 
pants so that the tennis ball will be hanging out. And after eight minutes of play, the person with the snitch runs out onto the field. And then after a minute of them going out onto the field, the seekers go after the, uh, the snitch. And when they catch the snitch, the game is over no matter what. And their team gets 30 points. So even if they're losing by 40 and they get the snitch, their team is still going to lose by 10 points because the snitch is only worth 30. And I know that it's worth a lot more in actual Quidditch, but we're also only doing 10 minutes or 8 minutes. And trust me when I say 30 points is just right for at least Muggle Quidditch. And so that's what we were playing yesterday, and that's a super cool um game to be playing all right well that's going to close out our study session for tonight uh thanks for everybody who's hanging out with me and i will talk to you tomorrow all right so see you later god bless